Yo, 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 welcome back to the Mentamorphosis Podcast. This is your boy, Jose. So, guys, this is your boy, Fernando. Fernando. All right. Actually, I had a lady today. I went to go pick up Indian food, and then she's like, I uh, ordered for who? And I was like, Fernando. And she just goes, Hablas Espanol? Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, oh. you know. Indian plates? Yeah, but it was a Mexican lady. And then she's like, oh, is it what you said, Fernando? And oh. I was like. Yeah, kind of. It sounds kind of whitely. She boy. just, she just, yeah, it does. She's like, you tried too hard to be white. But, dude, if I could, I would just go, hey, my name's Fernando, but like, people would be like, oh, oh, fucking. You can roll the bars? Yeah, you can roll the face, too. <laughs> um, alright, so, what? Oh, I want to talk about freaking vibrations, bro, because I'm noticing. A change in you. Me. Sure. Yeah, dude. You I do too. I do too. Yeah. I see the change. You feel me? Alright, let's talk about it. Because I was thinking, so, so vibration, right? So we all, we all vibrate. Because you know what, when people say a vibe, they're basically saying it's short for vibration. And when you're talking about vibration, we're talking about the frequency we're moving at. You know what I'm saying? So like high vibratory states are those closer to like, like love or compassion or happiness <clears throat> and then lower vibratory states are like fear anger um all these things so the higher vib- like vibration you are the more um like good stuff you attract so so like law of attraction stuff is basically based off that which is like moral energies and world and like the way we think is it's like we're antennas, you feel me? We're magnets of what we are. So we only attract more of what we are. So that's why you always keep dating the same person over and over if you don't learn the lesson. <clears throat> or same trash as job. Same trash as job if you don't want to, if you don't change. Or like um, the same thoughts if you just keep waking up and feeling the same way. So if you are evolving, because I think this is all I think this is the most important form of evolution and people still haven't found it out yet people still think about like man came from ape which we actually don't know that's true we don't know like there's no proof in that there's still a missing link that scientists haven't been able to find but the true evolution is the evolution of your own your own uh mind and body so like your own vibration so i drew this this picture this drawing i had this drawing where i, I like put the ape and then I put the evolution of the man going from like the ape on his fort, like quad, quad, quadrupedal, whatever, going to bipedal. And then like the end was actually a man meditating instead of walking. So he was in contemplation rather than just like being a man with a sword or like a stick in his hand. He was actually um, meditating. And so I think like that our evolution as human beings is to be able to um to like be more than just what our instincts tell us and actually channel those instincts somewhere else so like the more high vibration you are the more able you are to do that and not only that you're the more like rich life becomes and that's why you also think differently and 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 so when i when you're talking to me about because you surprised me right you hit me up like send me a text or not like a little voice message Tell me about like uh, what you thought about um, like the elections or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you were just reading shit off. Like um, you were reading pe- the way uh, lower vibratory people think. It was what, and that's what basically was happening because you were observing the the pattern. 
And because you were able to do that because you were in a high vibratory state. So the more um, high vibration you are, the more you're able you are to read people that are low vibrations. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because you, you've already been there. You already surpassed that. You already know how it's like. You already know how people think. So you yeah. kind of are able to just um, to dissect them. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and so that change, like, what do you think that change came from? Because you say, you say you feel... Like you're changing, right? Like, mm, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like the change is coming over time. Like realizing certain things, paying attention to other things. Uh, by things, I just kind of mean whatever happens in my life. I mm-hmm. I look at it more objective, objectively, uh, meaning that I don't get too like caught up on the emotion. Sort of like what's the better thing for me to do? Um, I don't know. Like I've noticed I've changed, but I don't know how to explain the change. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I can. That's what I'm saying. That's what. That's what I'm explaining. Kind of. Yeah. Like it was high. I'm definitely one of the high vibration side for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm more like. I mean, I've never been really passive, but like. In terms of like consciousness, I guess yes, I've been kind of like. Passive. Now more like more active, active huh? more proactive. What were you say? Maybe you're like more self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, because um, like you're you can like you said you you don't let yourself be too dominated by emotions. So um, so like that means you're aware of your emotions because some people don't realize that they have power over their emotions. You well, know? yeah. Before I didn't really acknowledge my emotions too much. Oh yeah, I forgot you were here from that end. Yeah, it was like they're there, but you're like fuck that. Yeah, I don't want to open the box. Yeah, it was more of like I know they're there, so let's yeah. just keep them there. Yeah, that's how I used to be. I forgot. I forgot because there's there. I think there's two ways of going at it. Cause I can call this like the shadow. Cause do you know what a, like a shadow means? It's kind of just like the lower frequency of something. So like, mm-hmm. let me see. So like, fear is a shadow of love. So as you increase your love, like. In fear, if you were to able to um, work through that, you'll be able to find love. But you have to work through it. So you have to work through the shadow. So like the shadow of um, like evolution or, or emotions, basically, like emotional intelligence is like it's either you get so driven, you like super passionate, and you just get driven by emotions like like full like fully, and you're just kind of just like blind, just acting like you get pissed, you get super mad, you don't give a fuck. Or if you get um, sad, you just get super sad and start crying a lot or whatever. Whatever. And then this other one is what I, how I used to act, and I'm pretty sure that's how you used to act, which is like you just don't acknowledge the emotions. But you also don't allow yourself to like feel too much, like feel them too much. So you're kind of like missing out on that part. Yeah, I do agree on that. So <clears throat> the evolution is the same. They're both, they're both going to get to the same place, but it's just going to be different. And... Um, and so for me, it was it can it became like oh I have to I have these emotions and they actually mean something like I have to be able to work with them because they enrich my life but I have to figure out how they enrich my life and that's what I do by looking at them objectively like oh like I don't know um, like I always had trouble talking about love because that was something like oh like I don't know what that means and people have so much people just throw it around like nothing and like um, I need to find out what it means for me so what I did was. Just go in. I, I, like I researched. Like 
I looked up like freaking like teachers that understood um, understood love a lot, or and then I also looked into myself what it meant for me, and then the, through this whole process, I was able to understand what love means to me and what it actually is, and where it's seen, and then I was able to. So whenever I felt that in my heart, I'd be like, okay, now I know what to do. I know how to express it now. So, um, so that's really that's really like higher um higher on the spectrum in terms of like just evolutionarily speaking because if you're able to channel your emotions uh you can actually do a lot with them yeah it's kind of <clears throat> scary uh which i think that was my case too oh yeah i was just like scared of letting them out and be like what if they take control over my life and then i'm super fucking sensitive or like yeah but at the same time you're also not sensitive because if you don't feel emotions you don't really feel like right? like yeah like it gives like a different kind of meaning like when i call you bro that i think it was two two three days ago friday from, uh, that was writing my essay for my oh yeah, yeah, yeah. my grass application bro and then i just fucking i'm like three lines in bro and i'm already like pouring my eyes out in the middle of the library and i'm like what the fuck like why am i crying like like it was emotional because like i thought if i had like a quick flashback in my head of like everything that i've been through like academically like personally personally and i'm like damn bro like i fucking went balls deep and like a lot of holes but like i somehow managed to come out of them and then i'm still over here you know progressing like i never got stagnant and I don't know, it just gave me a lot of like, it was that one time when you cried of happiness. It wasn't, I was not sad at all. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, damn bro, like. It's like gratitude, just. Yeah, it's just like all the fucking effort that my parents have put in, my family, my friends, me, anybody around me. And I'm like, damn, like it has led to, to this. this, like this me moment. going to like uh, get a PhD. And I'm like, what the fuck, like this is crazy. And then I was like, I felt the emotion and I was like, fuck it, like, I'm just gonna let it go, bro. Yeah. And I started fucking pouring my eyes out and I'm like, I don't give a fuck if nobody, like, hears me or, like, if people start coming at me, like, I don't give a fuck what happens. Like, I'm just going with the emotion, what it feels right now. And I actually use emotion to make, I think, a pretty good-ass fucking essay to, like, convey my story, yeah. which is what I was trying to do. Uh, and by feeling the emotion, I was able to just write whatever mm -hmm. was in my mind instead of forcing it. Yeah. Like, I wrote that essay, bro, like nothing. Like, I was fucking typing like that. And then I noticed, like, once you, like, acknowledge the emotion, you can always channel it yeah. to help you boost in some kind of area. Yeah. Like... I used to do it a lot when, like, I play soccer, like, I would get pissed, like, we were losing, or, like, I don't know, my teammates are, like, slacking, whatever, like, I use that, that to, like, drive me, to, like, keep going, keep pushing myself, even though I know I'm fucking tired, like, I use the anger to, like, keep me from being, uh, what do you call yourself when you're, like, okay with what you have? Content? Yeah. Satisfied. Satisfied. Yeah, like, 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to be satisfied by what's going, like, how I'm playing. I want to be, like, I want to keep playing better throughout the whole game. So I use the anger to, like, kind of push push that. Push you to. Like when you start lifting, sometimes you're like pissed and you uh, you go lift and then you're hitting like your max. Yeah. Or even going way past your PR. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's what I that's what I uploaded like on my snap. I was like, um, because I know in my head when I get super pissed, bro. Like, well, it's not even pissed; it's just annoyed. I'm like, like I want, I really want to like do something right now, but I'm like, I'm just gonna save it for the bag. You know what I'm saying? And when I go over there, I like not only am I I'm not even pissed. It's not that like I'm, I'm pissed. I'm actually I'm actually feeling so good, and I'm, I just like start dancing and I just start like feeling like the emotions I have like in there, and then as I go like it it, it makes my it intensifies my fucking like because I drink pre It intensifies that shit. And yeah. I know what's the case. I can't I can't let I can't stop it. I have to write that write it out and I have to like like you said like you said you felt you needed to let it flow. You had to let it go because you felt the emotions coming in. Well, I was like, I just have to ride that shit. Cause if I stop, all right, I'm gonna like mess up my mind. I'm gonna mess up my flow, and it's not gonna be a, as good as a, as a, of a workout they um, want it to be. So, so just knowing like, and then as I'm working on thinking all these thoughts of like, it's like as I'm thinking them, they're like leaving like my body. They're like I'm like letting it all out, and um, it's like washing out, like washing off over me, and. Um, and that's why I also think uh, I also that's why I also always talk about exercise because people these are these are all things like writing also writing exercise or just like going to work or whatever all these things that we do in our lives they can be amplified by our emotions and yeah. become aware of them. I think yeah. that's what you call like a passion. Like if you have a passion, you have emotions that keep you from running out of fuel whenever you. Go to work or whatever you're doing, like you're volunteering, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like that passion is just a collection of emotions that drive you through the fucking pain. Cause like it's gonna get rough sometimes. Yeah. But it's like the meaning or the purpose of why you're there is has what, to be there. Yeah, it has to like what is the one that pushes you through the, the, the tough time? Um, yeah. That's some yeah, because I, I would also think about passion. Um, cause I wait now, cause I remember I went to this, um, holistic healer. She like, she does like some, like she lets you use like magnets and she like reads your subconscious. And she told me this was like a year ago, I think almost. She was like, what you need is to have more passion for life. Cause she, that was back then when I still wasn't letting myself like feel. She's like, you have to allow yourself to feel and that will give you passion and that will give you drive to go like to do what you want to do and that shit like kind of hit me like oh shit like maybe maybe that's true and looking looking at myself now like I can speak about my emotions so much more easily and and then when I when I listen to music I feel like the music like because I'm I'm into like I don't know what it is like it's like like love songs and like Kind of, they, they might be a little sad, but they're also like pretty uplifting at the same time. It's kind of weird, but it's I, I like listening to that kind of music, and when I'm listening to it, I can like feel it, and like my whole body vibrates, and I'm just like, I, I can I, I can go through that. And whenever I go into that, it's kind of like a like a whole new realm, and 
and that also makes me feel good about life. It's like I'm not, I can actually feel because if you think about it, like depression kind of like um, it like lowers your ability to like feel things. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling things, then you're not even going to be close to feeling depressed. You know, like if you if you're going out and like engaging with life, there's no way you're going to be depressed because it's kind of like depression is the opposite end of that. So, um, so people who like are dealing with depression, it's like, um, find like allow yourself to like feel your emotions, feel what's going on, understand what's going on, and then try to like use like the you know like your scientific mind or whatever to channel that. Um, and that that's funny because I actually I recorded my uh, a video talking exact exactly those about those things about um. How like all these all of what your life is just a play of energies, and um, and in order for you to actually live a good life, you have to be able to first off recognize those energies like you said, and second off be able to move them in the right places, put them in the right spots in order to um, enrich your life and then also enrich every everybody else's life. Yeah, it's kind of like a lot of people say talent. Uh, will never beat hard work unless talent works right. hard, which makes sense because like, like you can be you can have all this energies like you said like all this uh, good traits about yourself, mm-hmm. but like if you never put them to work, then it's not gonna be as powerful as somebody who's going out every day and like exposing himself. Uh, learning, like, getting better at his, whatever traits are. Yeah. And, like, just, like, practice, practice them until eventually you master them. And then you just, I think you just spread them, and then other people learn from it. Yeah. Well, what you're talking about is potential. Like, you're also talking about potential because, like, we all have, so embedded in our in our DNA, embedded in our genetics, and also in our traits ourselves themselves, like our tendencies, our likes, our dislikes, embedded in these things is like the kind of like layout for where you should be. You know what I'm saying? Because you kind of you get a feeling of what you actually like to do, and then you and if you start getting good at that thing, then you'll actually be able to make money off that. You know what I'm saying? Or you're gonna be able to help people through that. Mm-hmm. So exploring your potential which is basically what you're talking about. Like, it's like, you have all these traits, you have all these, all this potential, but you're not going to f- be able to like actualize it unless you actually um, start working hard on it or start like applying yourself to that potential and trying to figure out exactly where you want to go and what you want to do. And um, I was, Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. So there's an like, there's this because I'm into like astrology, and I like the I like symbols, understanding symbols a lot because people used to communicate through symbols. Um, like symbols were the first things that humans used to communicate with each other, and because they didn't know how to explain it with words, but they were always able to draw them. So like in astrology, the symbol for the sun, the sun sign. It's basically so this it's a circle and the circle signifies potential like infinite potential like if you look at the planet earth it's sphere um and and the sphere is supposed to signify like the most perfect um kind of like object or shape yeah so 
So what it, what it is is like, so it's a circle, and then within that circle, in the middle of it, is a dot. And so it's basically saying like us, we're, we are that circle, but then our life is expressed through that dot. So it's kind of like all this potential is focused in on this one thing, which is life, or which is the way we're living. And, and that's going to dictate exactly how that potential plays out. And I think that's a, um, that's a pretty deep, like, like that, that symbol just in, is in my head and I just think about it because it's like all of this energy, all, all of my experiences, like you were talking about how, like, um, you were thinking about how, like, like your family and the, and your friends, all the shit that you've been through, like up to this point with like your academics, like you felt that that's like all like, like your whole experience, your whole life experience, all of, <clears throat> all from in one perspective, all in one point. And so that's how, that's how I, like, I see it. Like everything is like all of which I am and like everything that I carry before me, like my generation before me, like everything that led up to me being born to being here. And then also everything that I can be, it's it, it, like everything, you know, it's all, it, uh, it's like all here in that point is like, it, you could say it's the now, um, it doesn't really matter what you say it is, but as you realize, you just have to realize that you have, you can, you are that point, you know what I'm saying? You can channel all that shit into this one thing. And so, um, that's something that, uh, a lot of people don't realize, they don't even see themselves like they have potential or they don't realize that it's something that they can um, actualize. Okay, so we're back. And I want to go back to, because you had mentioned something about when you when you recognize your emotions, you said that you don't have to be afraid. And so um, do you want do you want to talk about what you meant by that? Or like, you said people are afraid. I, I mean, at least that's what I, I thought you said. People yeah. are afraid of dealing with their emotions. So, like, because um, how do you see that play out, is what I'm saying? Um, like, what's your experience? I think there's, like, two ways you can go about your emotions, which is what we said. Either you go, like, I mean, you always go, like, full ball deep. Right, but, which is what we always say. Yeah, right? like, full scent. Like, just all, um, yeah. But, like, sometimes... It depends on the way you react about them. That depends where you end. Up. Oh, yeah. So you can either be in a, it can either push you forward, or it can just uh, dig you down like deep, meaning you just stay in the same place. Right. And it takes more effort to come out so of the hole. Back up. Uh, so like for example, when you like acknowledge your emotions and then you're like okay, like, maybe I'm wrong on this thing. Like, you're just being objective about what's going on, and then it's okay to have, like, emotions, like, negative emotions when you when you know you're wrong, because it feels bad. Like, you're, like, you're mad. You're, like, maybe, like, pissed at the other person for calling you out on it, or, yeah. I don't know, whatever goes through your mind. And then some people, there's two ways that you react. You take responsibility, that you were wrong, and then you learn from the mistake, and then hopefully you don't fuck up again. Um, or you just get fucking all fucking mad, uh, and then you disregard that you were even wrong. Oh my god! And then it just 
the, the closest your your perspective or like your potential like it just diminishes yeah it because then you're like oh no like let's say you have a gambling problem and like i come up to you and i'm like bro you fucking spend so much money going to the casinos you're all all weekend there like i think you have an addiction like to gambling yeah and then you might be like oh fuck you bro like i don't have an addiction i just like going there i can stop whenever and then you stop talking to me <laughs> you get all this mad for something that i just like objectively pointed out yeah, yeah. but your emotions are masking the truth right which is what happens a lot with people with people with everything like that's when i was talking about the, the election yeah, like, yeah yeah like people think they have this fucking big ass power by like, one single vote <laughs> like money there's no way that if i don't vote the fucking country's gonna go down in flames yeah. you know like it, it has some power but not to the extent that people are viewed it like yeah. your voice matters for sure but what matters is that you don't let yourself uh be driven driven by like other people yeah. or expecting some things really from other people things. to yeah. fix your life like yeah like you you want to set up the example so that others follow yeah uh and you're not the follower yeah anything yeah that's what i'm saying i was um i was because yeah i was gonna say it dude because people i think so like being able to detach from your emotions people don't know how to detach from them so that's basically the problem that's going on and that's why um the media can actually make people like do things because they just show them like a video of like somebody suffering and then people like oh no there's so much suffering in this world and then they get triggered bro and then they keep talking about i don't know if you remember from english class the ethos basis logo oh yeah it's all pathos it's all pathos people don't know how to fucking use what was it logos which is logic yeah logic and then there's like an ethic one which ethic is ethos, yeah which kind of ties back to the it's not that much of emotions but it's more like what is right what's yeah wrong. it's like the sense of um morality or yeah right or wrong morality. but like usually everything you see bro triggers an emotion which yeah. is why like for example there's this like ads of like hospitals like saint jude's hospital mm-hmm. they put like this little kids that have cancer like terminal cancer yeah so like, like the advertisement. Yeah, they're taking advantage of a disease and disorder and all the things that they go through, which physically could be, uh, they probably look a little more pale, no hair, uh, probably smaller than they're supposed to be. So they're, they're taking advantage of how the disease makes them look so fucked up. Yeah. So that you touch your heart and you're like, oh, I'm going to go give some money from them. Yeah, when they make you feel bad. Yeah, right. They, like, they 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 plant that guilt in you so that you take action yeah. to do so whatever they want you to do. Right. That's but when you like detach yourself from that, some people are like, "Oh, you're fucking insensitive." Yeah. Like, why the fuck you're not caring about the kid? I'm like, dude, I care, but like, that's not the way. Not like that. Like, I don't think that's the best way to yeah. help. Like, yeah. just donating money. Yeah some cause that we don't even know what we don't know how it works we don't even know how it works like yeah i don't trust anybody except myself you know so like how about i may become the most like the best person i can become and i'm going to help people along the way you know what i'm saying like 
Um, yeah, that's the that's the, what we're always gonna be saying because it's like we're putting, and that's funny, dude. Because I, because I was uh, I was working at Panda. That reminds me, I was working at Panda, and they would make me, dude. They would fucking make me like ask customers, "Hey, can you guys donate like a dollar to the foundation?" Blah blah. Mm-hmm. And they would always ask me that shit, dude. Manager always tell me. And like I did it one time, and this woman, I asked this woman, I'm like, yes, do you want to donate? And he's like, no, I don't know where that's going. Like, I don't know, like, whether they, like, are actually going to do what they say. And I kind of, like, I was, like, surprised, like, what? Well, yeah, because you, do, have, do they post or publish where the money goes to? No, nah, this is like, we're taking this money and then. We're giving you to them, supposedly. Like, you don't know where the money goes. Like, maybe. Some of it goes to like the actual organization, but like, what if they do like a 50-50 or like? Well, they have they profit can... from it, dude. They have like, yeah. why else would they be doing it? You know, because Panda's dude. I work with like Panda companies, fucking trash. But um, <laughs> like, fuck you guys. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like it's like these guys, like every, the world is run by money, and there's always something like, always something like. It's like oh, not always a hundred percent, you know what I'm saying? Like all all Samaritan because it usually isn't. But that woman, she like she caught me off guard, dude, and and then she's like, No, it's true, like you really don't know what's happening. Like and and then I thought I was like, you know what, that's true though, because I was just I was in my work mindset, you know what I'm saying? Like I still was I was be thinking about shit like that, but I wasn't like on it. And she like she was just straight up and um and I was like, dang, all right, like, that's that's some real shit. You know what I'm saying? No, not, not, not many people can do that. And, um, yeah, that just reminded me of that. But, yeah, I was going to say that the problem with most of the, like, the so the masses, that I'm calling them masses, it's just, just like, whole population. <laughs> we can yeah. call, because people call them sheep or cattle or whatever, because that's how they act. You know what I'm saying? They're, like there's like this one dude or whatever and like it he like whips them into like moving the way they want to by just using their emotions so they don't they don't have a mind for themselves they don't think for themselves so that's why there's like this whole thing about like being like isolating yourself from the masses like actually not being a part of that so by us thinking for ourselves we're already not a part of that and so we're going to be we can be judged more easily. We can be like, um, we can be attacked more easily. I know when I started posting stuff about COVID, like I would post, I would post like logical, like I would post some like logical um, things, and people would get so offended. Yeah, they're like, "What the fuck? Like, don't you care about people getting COVID? Yeah. People dying?" I'm like, "Yes, man. People die every single day." Exactly. You just don't know about it because you yeah. don't pay attention. And how about like, can we, you guys talking about COVID and dying, but like. People are more likely to die from a car crash. But do, we, do you guys think about that when you wake up? No, because you don't realize it's not in your face. And then the, I would always be like, well, like, I just have death on my mind. Like, I already know that if I die right now, that I'll be like, I'm fine, you know? But like, people don't understand that perspective because they don't know what it's like to even face death, you know? Because they're like, they can't think for themselves, so they're not going to think about death, you know? Because that's actually a thing that you have to go in deep and ask yourself what it means and like you have to actually like you know you, you have to face that little abyss bro you have to like think about it and it's scary and that's what i'm saying like 
people. Well, yeah, there's only one certain thing when you were born that you're gonna die. Yeah, that's like the. But people can't face that. That's the truth. Like that's a fact. It is everywhere. It is. But people are like people, and then there's this whole thing about death. Like people are afraid of it, and then yeah, because why do you think like all the biomedical or like all of, like the med the medical technology? Yeah, they're all to like uh, extend life. They're all yeah. trying to make you live a couple more years, more right. and more. But then also the thing is, is, I don't, I don't fuck with that. Well, yeah, but also like these, these, these medicines or whatever, they're just making you more dependent on that on the industry rather than you like living your life. Cause it's like, yeah, maybe I'll be alive, but um, a miserable life. Yeah, exactly. Like give me, give giving people antidepressants, giving people all this. Like, like super like desensitizing um, stimulants, and it's like people are letting this thing happen because they're afraid of death. So the moment you accept that, then what? You're gonna lose the, your grip on like you're gonna lose people. You're gonna lose people's money because then they're gonna be able to think for themselves and they're gonna realize that there's more to life than just being afraid of death. Right, yeah. yeah. And a lot, of, and then that's how people get a grip on you too. That's how they grab you because they're like they know that you're afraid of something, so then they just use like that fear and manipulate you to do what they want. And um, and like us that understand that also, we kind of we're just saying we're pointing it out. Like we're saying, well, that's that's a fear that you have. You have to work with it, you know, because the fact is everybody has to go through those through those things, whether you're like. Whether you're 80 or whether you're like 20, you're gonna have to face death like one time. You know, you're gonna have to. Or even any fear, like any fear. You know how to like approach, analyze, and conclude what you get from fear. Then you're pretty much a fucking. You have you're G, you're above anybody else. Like, yeah, you have an infinite. You have a thick ass skin that no bullet is gonna like penetrate through. That's what I'm saying. And also, dog, that's that. That's so true, dog. Cause if you have the like, that's the I was talking to um, a homie. Who, I was like, that's an, that's the intellect, you know. That's your mind. That's what you have your mind for. You don't have to be super smart. You don't have to be a genius to be able to work with your emotions. If anything, it's the like the people who don't know that much that are able to do it more easily because it's like, oh, they understand where it's coming from and they understand what they need to do with it. It's the other people that that over that the, are the overthinkers. They're always gonna like um, not be able to actually just go into the emotions because they're trying to like they keep they like scared to like walk in and then it just keeps fucking them up and they keep overthinking and they just stay in the cycle. So like if you learn them, if you have that ability to like dissect your emotions and then like be detached, but then also learn to express them in the right way, then you have just achieved like like one of like the highest. You have developed one of the highest skills, you know, and because and, you can apply that anywhere. You can apply that in your career, in relationships, and, um, and like whatever, any endeavor you decide to take on. And you're just going to kill it. You're going to kill it, bro. Like, yeah, because everything is, um, everything has emotions attached to it, you know. Anything you decide, anything new you decide to take on, it has all of these feelings. And whenever you do decide to do something uncomfortable, if you know how to deal with that that discomfort, then you know how to deal with life. So, yeah, so we're going back and
do have this idea about feeling as strong as your weakest link. And in terms of develop, developing your own person, um, I was thinking, like, what's your, how about we all look into ourselves and ask ourselves, what's our weakest link? You know, what's the thing that we, what are our kind of, like, fears? What are the things that we are uncomfortable with? Um, what are the things that trigger us the most, you know? And um, in order in, to develop your person, I think, for me, at least in my own life, I realized that I have, like, nobody, like, I just know that people that, other people that I've met in college or at work or whatever, they haven't, like, had that kind of, like, determination that I've, I've had or you can call it courage or whatever. But, like, whenever I was afraid of something, I would go out and I would find out how, like, if I can, if I can do it, like, if I can work with it. I was so... I was so hungry for being like, for growing and developing my own person that I would just go out and do things. Like I used to be um, super nervous when I would go out to dance. I like, I was good. I knew I could dance by myself and I was confident in that. But when it came to partner dancing, every single time before class, I would get so nervous. Like I'd be like shaking a little bit too. And I would just, but I, I kept going and like, and then I, I was able to, that whole nervousness that I felt um, I learned to actually just go into that emotion and then it turned into me being this like super like excited person for dance, very like passionate and like that little jitter, those jitters that I had, um, they were, they became like my hops when I danced, like that, those, those like weird ass fucking movements that I had that made me uncomfortable. I was like, dang, those, those things are not my, like in my footwork and like people compliment me on my footwork. Like, yo, you have some really nice footwear. Like, I look, like they tell me, I like the way you move. Like, you're really good. And then I would have, like, people, like, compliment me. Like, hey, like, um, if you just keep working on your, on your like, your craft, like, you're going you're gonna to be pretty good because you remind me of these other people that were, like, um, like really nice. And, like, like I'm obviously I haven't, like, dedicated myself to dance. But, like, that's, an, that's the thing I realized about myself, like, when I was out because I was uncomfortable, but I, I was, it also made me excited or I also liked to do it. I would go in and, and I wanted to like see what would happen if I did that. Or like there was a point where like I decided to just go out and just talk to, to girls because I would, I would always, I wanted to be really good at talking to people, um, just talking to strangers and also just cold approaching. And, and I did that just straight up like six months of just doing that. Um, I was, I, I started reading, I like read a book, I like watched videos and then at, at a certain, certain point there comes, there just comes a point where you just need to stop learning, stop watching and just start doing and acting and just go out, going out on the field and doing it. So like, I'm always going to, um, like that. So that's what I did. And, and then I came and I came out and I, now I feel like confident enough to just, um, talk to people and like even and I feel good about it. So, um, yeah, it's always gonna be about working with your fears, working with those things, because um, why, like, I don't know, that's, that's where you're gonna find your, like, what exactly what you like to do, and you're gonna find out who you are. So, um, yeah, I have those fears too, but I think I care too much Sometimes even more than people actually care about whatever they're doing. 
like I see this a lot when I tour people. I I don't want to leave until I know the fucking problem is like right. And sometimes some people are like, you know, I don't really give a fuck if I don't get this question right. Uh, so I get too hung up on that. And I don't know. At first, I was like uncomfortable with that. I was like, I couldn't really let it go. The fact that you can just have like something half done. Yeah. Um, Cause I like to have like you either do it or you don't. Uh, so when, when, when I start something, I have to finish it. And I don't know, it just pissed me off that some people sometimes are like, no, like I'm good, I just leave it half done. Or like even if when people do like a half-assed job, I don't know, like you either want to go all out or no. don't even fucking start it. Yeah, that's uh, true though. And like, I guess it's kind of like a weakness because you don't really like settle down for like half-ass shit or... Well, I don't think that's... I don't think that is. I don't think it's a weakness. But you just have to learn, like... Yeah, yeah. well, I thought there was something wrong with me. I was like, damn, bro, am I really that fucking... No, you just don't. You just, you just don't have your mindset. Yeah, but then, like, over time, I started learning. I was like, yeah, maybe... Um, I'm not saying they're wrong, but... Maybe my hustle is different than their hustle. Or yeah. their mindset. They just don't like, care about it as much as you do. Yeah, and, like... I just learned to like let go when they're like, I'm good, like I don't want to do any more problems. I'm like, alright, your shit, your yeah. life, your homework. I yeah. really fuck. I'm just getting paid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I can care a fucking half a shit less than you do. Yeah. And I already took the class, I already passed the class. So I'm big chilling. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's some. That's true though too, because then like, it's almost like every, if that's the way they do their homework, then like how do they do everything else in their life? Yeah, you know? it was like when I was talking about like how organized is your room, like it tells a lot about the kind of person you are. Yeah, I'm not saying it has to be like color coded, freaking sparkling clean, but like there has to be some kind of order, and like the way you live. Yeah, like. There's people that are like disorganized, but they know where their shit is at. Yeah. So like, you're like, yo, I need a charger. And they're like, you fucking walk into the room, it's fucking upside down. But they know where the shit is. Like that, that's still organized. Yeah. In a different way. Right. But there's some people that you walk in and then you're like, yo, I need this. And they're like, oh, all right, yeah, let me go see. And then they go look fine for, they go look in one place, it's not there. They go look, look somewhere else, like it's not there. So like they don't have an organized life yeah. because they don't know where their, their shit is at. And that tells you a lot about them because then you know for sure that they probably don't even have like an organized life or yeah. their, their shit together. Yeah. That's what um Yeah, I just tied back to like what I was saying because honestly if you're gonna do something you have to like you have to really go in or else it's not going to get done. You know, like just like how if you're going to feel a way, allow yourself to feel that way. And, um, and like, you just have to go in all in, surrender to that. You know what I'm saying? You have to surrender to that feeling, to that fear. And, um, and you'll make things happen. Because if you don't, if you half-ass your way through it, then like, 
you're not gonna get anywhere and you're not gonna feel good about yourself. Yeah, like you just don't feel accomplished, I think. At least that's how I feel when I half ass something. Yeah, it's just like I'm like, it doesn't feel good. It's like so bad for my person, like even like when I go to work and I'm just like if I if I like leave and I know I didn't do something, it's like fucking eats me up. No, yeah, not even just for like an hour after, no, like, like the like whole day, maybe the whole fucking week. Yeah. Oh, like, oh shit, I should have done that. Yeah, like I know I just could, I could it, it was only like two minutes of just extra work. So, um, yeah, it's crazy because people also just, people just don't give a fuck, like they just don't care, you know? Yeah, dude, I've noticed that at the tutoring center, like let's say you get off at 7 p.m. and it's 6.55. And then they go in, work with the student, and then as soon as it's like 6.59, bro, they come back and they're like, oh, my shift is over. Can you guys put the guy back on the queue so that some other tutor can pick what him up? Fuck? And I'm like, bro, like, if you already went in, fucking finish. And then even if it goes five, ten minutes after your shift, like, it's the fucking right thing to do and also the polite thing to do. Yeah. Because when you're like, oh, my shift is over, like, I'm going to put you back over there. So like you're not my problem anymore. Yeah. It's like no, bro. Like you, you took that person, and you have to guide them through the whole thing, and then yeah. that you can leave. Yeah. That's some weak, that's and, some weak stuff. Dude, I do that shit all the time. Like today, I took this lady, like five minutes before my shift, and the session kept going like 15, 20 minutes past my shift. Yeah. Like it's okay. Like I had to like just help her out. Yeah. And like make sure she understood it and I didn't like fucking full like gave her the answers or You were still engaged. Yeah, I was given a regular session. Yeah. I just went past my time my ship. Yeah. It's okay if you go past your ship, it's just like like I said, full sand. It's like what else you have to do though? You know what I'm saying? Like what? Like you're not gonna tell me. Yeah, like I mean I had to come here because I was like I need to like meet you before nine and whatever. Like I still have shit to do. Other people that Try to clock out a minute before they even, you know what I'm saying? Like, they do that shit. So, like, what, what, you're gonna ask them, like, what do you actually have to do? Because I know you're not gonna, if you act like that at work, how are you not at, in life? So, you can go watch Netflix or play some video games or some shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, I don't probably know it, but I'm pretty sure that's what, do, like, the people that do that are the ones that usually are like that. Yeah, like, they don't have anything to actually have, like, look forward to. Yeah, they're just like, they just want to leave because they don't want to be there and then go back to whatever the repetitive behavior they have. Yeah. And it's probably leading nowhere but to a fucking vicious cycle yeah. of doing the same shit over and over again. Yeah. And if anything, if you stay and like you do everything fully, it's going to give you more drive by when you come out and you want to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Because you know? like, I was just hoping the lady out and she happened to like talk to me after like tutoring. She was like, oh, I'm like a sports trainer, whatever. And like, oh, I wouldn't have known that if I had yeah, not stayed longer. Or like, she always tells me like I'm her favorite tutor or whatever. So like, it also boosts my self-esteem a little bit yeah. when I like, when she's like, oh, you're like really good. Like, you're always helping me. Like, I do it just to do it, but sometimes like, it's good to do hear it. it. Yeah, because like feedback. Yeah, because your work is recognized, you know? Exactly. And like, you are actually making a difference. Yeah. And it does help important. me because when people tell me that, I'm like, okay, people notice it. Like, it's yeah. just not out there. Yeah. 
And you shouldn't expect people to do that. I know, I don't. But, you, but we know you don't because you're giving it like a full 100, you know what I'm saying? The fact that you're giving it 100% means that you actually don't expect so much from people. Yeah, like I wouldn't, I never expect people to fucking uh, patronize me or like worship me when I tutor them. But when they do, it's like, oh shit, like they do notice, like it feels nice. And it kind of keeps you from keep going. Yeah. Because then when you people don't notice it, like, fuck, maybe I'm doing something wrong or maybe I'm not showing it the way I should show it. I don't know. But when people do say things, it's like, okay, I get this feedback, this positive feedback. Sometimes I get negative feedback. Um, sometimes I just get bullshit feedback. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with the actual purpose of the, the tutoring. But I don't know, I just, I, I do agree that it kind of helps you Yeah. Uh, make sure that you're doing the right thing. Yes, sir. Gotta 100, give it 100. Yeah, you can expect anything back as long as you do it just to do it. Yeah. And then when there's no expectations, then it's everything open. feels good because like, you weren't expecting anything. Anybody from So that. anybody who comes through, you're just like, it's a blessing. Exactly. Damn, dog. You can, you can leave it off like that. Yeah, I think that, that's a good close-up. Yeah. It's a little something to get your guys' mind to think of. Yeah. Y'all got this. We got this. All right. So uh, we're going to head out, stay lucid. Yeah, see you guys next week. Yes, sir. Stay consistent. See? Peace.